0: hello everyone welcome to today's episode on flea control natural flea control and I just there's so many things to understand or know about this Um, I'm going to give you a quick little version in intro version in the front part of this episode or um, podcast and then I'm gonna go ahead and expand it out a little bit and then I will do a summary at the end so the sort of Quick version of this is that fleas, um, all parasites really, but fleas in particular just love and look for low vital force. They love and look for the weakest among us, the weakest animals. So you might have five cats. So I know when I was growing up, I had eight cats. Um, <laughs> you, have, you might have a group of five cats or eight cats and then the fleas will go to just maybe one particularly and maybe another one less so, and you think to yourself, why? Why don't they go to all the cats equally? Um, and there is a good reason for that. The fleas are attracted to low vital force. The fleas are attracted to the weakest among us. So what do we do to, to um, sort of detract the fleas or to repel the fleas is what we do is we give them food and nutrients and antioxidants that have a high vital force. So um, one of the best ways of course is our vitamin powder which there's another podcast on how to make the vitamin powder. It's kind of silly because but it's still really good. (laughs) It's um, The reason that it helps so much is that it just increases the vital force of the animal. Um, It's got all live food, all raw food So all the ingredients, all the phytochemistry, if you will, is all live and not cooked and not frozen. And so, um, what it, and if you haven't watched that podcast, it's, um, or listen to it, I guess it's organic spirulina, uh, organic raw Brazil nuts, sunflower seeds, and pumpkin seeds. And you just grind it all up into a powder and you give it to the pet and you can give it to dogs and you can give it to cats. Um, so that's one option but you know if you wanted to do everything to prevent fleas um, then you would also do a raw diet homemade diet um, mix your own greens uh, one of my other podcasts talks about the vegetables that we like to grind in a food processor to increase the vital force so that would be parsley cilantro number one number two definitely and I'm, even if you just did those two, you would already be doing great. Dandelion greens, um, if it's in season, burdock root, all organic, raw, and ground in your food processor. And then you freeze it. And you can freeze it in little ice cubes with um, pumpkin, some organic canned pumpkin. So it just helps it not stick to the sides so much. Um and right there you have a really great little flea prevention in little ice cubes so um, the dogs could get one tablespoon of that vegetable ground vegetable puree um, mixed with say 50 50 with um, pumpkin and they could get one tablespoon of that per 20 pounds of body weight twice a day and already you're doing something to help with the vital force so if you do a combination of these diet tips plus the vet, the vitamin and mineral powder and keeping the house clean, how do we keep the house clean? I don't mean just pick it up and make it look nice. I don't care about that. Fleas don't care how it looks. Fleas love carpets. They love hardwood floors. They love to reproduce in the back of upholstery. They love, they love things that are not laundered very often. Um, vacuumed behind uh, underneath it's like a matter of moving furniture sometimes wherever the pet likes to sleep and um, you know it it's cleaning is very important and um, you want to vacuum those hardwood floors even though you're like well I shouldn't have fleas I have hardwood floors Um, yeah no (laughs) they are fine reproducing there too they can pretty much reproduce anywhere so what happens with the fleas So they basically spend only 5% of the time on any pet, 5%, 95% of the time they are in the environment, um, (laughs) wreaking habit. Really, really, that's what they do. Each female flea can lay 350 eggs every three weeks. So in no time at all, you could have an infestation. So what month is usually the worst flea wise? And the month that's usually the worst would surprise you. At least it did me. It's, it's November. And that's because they've had all summer to reproduce. If if you think of it, every female flea laying 350 eggs and nobody's noticing. So how do we know if our animals are having a little mild flea infestation, which then could become a very quickly become a, a big flea infestation? We know because we flea comb with a metal flea comb at least two or three times a week now there are some breeds i'm thinking of bernice mountain dogs and poodles and things like that where their coat doesn't allow for flea combing and in that case that's tougher um, let me explain the flea combing part and then i'll ex- come back to those breeds in a second so with the flea combing if you find some dark discharge in the flea comb um, it would be black uh, dirt and you think oh, wow there's black dirt put your glasses on because you know it's really hard to see it Then get a white wet paper towel and um, see if you can squish that dirt that you find in the flea comb in between that paper towel and see if that turns orange or red. If it turns orange or red, then that's the, that's the pet's flea. That's the pet's blood that the fleas have eaten and then pooped out. So, you know, if the animal is generally healthy, you may only find one little flea poop on your pet i mean it might be just a very few they should not have any dirt no dirt at all on their tail head um, so with the breeds that don't coming back to those breeds that you can't flea home very well you're really left with um, really just uh, investigation so that means getting the back end of the dog wet um, uh, maybe in a bathtub or at a pet wash place and then parting the hair um, so you can really examine the skin you shouldn't see any lesions there little red uh, bumps that could be fleas uh, what they've done is they've bit the animal and the animal has reacted lots of animals don't react though so you can't just go by that you really have to look and see does the water turn kind of red does the water turn a little bit orange and this is something you almost need to take that wet white paper towel as soon as you get that skin wet and investigate really quick, really thoroughly in that area. They can also go between the back legs. Why do the fleas go at the tail head? Why do the fleas go in between the back legs? Does anybody know? Well, I've been thinking about it and I'll give you a story why this is so cool. But, um, I'm kind of really into parasites for some reason but anyway um, so they go the fleas will go to those areas because that is where the vital force is lowest if you think about it the the pet needs to protect his own brain his own organs his own heart everything in the front of the body in the back of the body is a little bit like no man's land is a little bit like a little forgotten Um, and so that is why they just love that tail head area but, um, I remember years ago, good 20, probably 25 years ago. Now, um, I, I had a doctor client, I think she was either an ND or an MD and she insisted on feeding her dog, little frisk or her cat, um, this is Callie, the cat, little friskies. Well, little friskies is like a flea magnet. And that gets me to the diet, 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 diet. If you feed your pet a kibble diet, a dead food even if it's a good quality, you really need to add other things to it. I mentioned the vegetable mix. You could add an egg if he's not allergic. So many pets are allergic to eggs. Um, you know, a little dollop of yogurt. I mean, what can you do to get this dead food alive? That's what you need to ask yourself. How can I increase the vital force of this meal? Really? Of this, of this. (laughs) And you know, it's not a bad thing sometimes to feed kibble, but maybe you can eat, feed a little bit of raw. Maybe you can feed a little bit of vegetables, you know, so just you don't go too hard on yourself, but you just try your hardest to try to get that vital force up. I know while keeping the cost as as good as it can be, it's it's more obviously more expensive to feed that way. Um, but anyway, back to my story. So this gal, this doctor and I, we would sit there and we would do acupuncture on this cat, Callie, for... Um, for his kidney failure, but he still went outside and he still ate little Friskies and he didn't eat any vitamins. And I don't think he would eat herbs. She was really good about coming in for treatments, though. But every time we flea comb the cat, I'd flea comb the cat under his chin, and I would find fleas. And it was so weird, so weird, as in so weird like you never see it. You know. <laughs> of course, I wasn't. I was only starting out in practice then. Didn't realize how odd it really was. You'd flea comb him by the tail head, and he would have no fleas. Flea comb him under his chin, and he would have fleas. This went on and on, and we would both remark how um, how odd it was, and then we'd move on. And um, what happened was about maybe a year later, could be a year, could be ten months, something like that. This little cat got a adenocarcinoma right under the chin, and that is when I realized that fleas are smarter than us. <laughs> and so that should be my the title of this podcast. It's very humbling that a little tiny insect um, can be... A little tiny insect, by the way, that can travel a mile in just a short amount of time, a few hours. Um, but anyway... This little insect um, had. I paid attention to it. I don't know what it would have done differently. Now I would put the cat on. Vit- I would put the cat on mushrooms. We have an organic mushroom blend. I love for cancer prevention. And even if she could only do a pinch of that twice a day, at least it would be something and get them off the little friskies. Wow, that I should have pushed for that more back then. Mm. So that's my flea story. Um, Let's see, what else about fleas? They, um, we can use topical treatments. A lot of people like to use topical treatments like Wonderside, Cedarside, you know, these strong essential oils. I don't advocate for spraying them right on the animal. You can spray a cloth and, and put it over the animal and that's a little bit less strong. And especially when you know you're going into a flea infested situation like a dog park, Or a neighbor's yard where they feed kibble or whatever, Um, or out on a park, right? You know, where you can't control what people are feeding their pets and so forth, and if they're doing any kind of flea prevention. Um, But Wonderside makes a flea collar, and um, I normally don't think flea collars do anything, just like I think most bombs and stuff don't do anything because. They don't get underneath the upholstery where the fleas are, or in the upholstery. But anyway, um, Wonderside makes a collar, and I think that works. It's I'm starting to think that that works quite well for ticks. Um, you know, as a replacement for Soresto flea collars, which can be quite dangerous. Um, they're less dangerous if you don't use them all the time. You know, in other words, you put the, put the put a flea collar on the pet for a walk. Um, or an outing and then take the flea collar off the pet and put it in a drawer so that it number one doesn't age as as readily and number two um, it's uh, more viable and more more viable and uh, not as toxic to the pet because it doesn't constantly go in the bloodstream anyway wonderside makes a flea collar they um they so that's good and that may not work well for fleas but it could work well for ticks because ticks love the front of the body whereas fleas tend to go towards the back of the body um the other thing is a diatomaceous earth product like flego flea busters you know if you actually do the metal flea comb and find that you do have the beginnings of a flea problem then um vacuuming, putting down the diatomaceous earth product, especially where you know the fleas could reproduce in the carpets, um, along the walls, along, you know, the upholstery, and then you leave it, you sweep it in and you leave it down for three or four days so that when the larva swims, so these, so the, the eggs hatch and these little tiny worm-like pupa or larva swim Through your carpet and through your hardwood floors and through your upholstery and it's actually you can see them but you have to have really good vision or a magnifying lens or something Um, and so yeah but when they move that's when they can encounter this diatomaceous earth or this desiccation product and when they do they instantly die there are there is no resistance let's talk about flea resistance there's no flea resistance to desiccation products because the exoskeleton is fairly quickly desiccated that is to say the fleas need moisture or humidity um, for their exoskeleton to remain intact but um, the desiccation products like flego flea busters diatomaceous earth these things dry out the exoskeleton and they dry out the pupa and the egg and they kill it they kill the fleas at all life stages it's just it has to be repeated probably every two weeks if you really have an infestation and you know if you have a really bad infestation there's nothing wrong with using a chemical once I have no problems with that Um, one like dose of revolution not every month dose of revolution but one dose if you have an infestation is okay in most circumstances I did a YouTube video on this little dog AZ who has liver disease, and epilepsy, this is not a dog that can have one single flea chemical. So we are always addressing fleas in the appointment. Just, you know, how can we increase AZ's vital force? How can we get her stronger? You know, let's increase the vitamin and mineral mix. Let's make sure she's on raw. Let's, let's double add our vegetable mixture to her food in the flea months, and especially getting into, you know, the late summer. Um, so yeah, there are, uh, nozodes and no, not nozodes. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Nematodes. Hello. Nematodes that people use. I know that, um, flea busters had them for a while and I don't know if they still do. And people use those in the yard to help with flea control. And I'm not sure how well they work to be honest, cause I've seen a lot of problems, but then, I've seen almost everything fail, but most of the time if you follow everything in this podcast, you're going to be successful. You have to have everybody in the house on some type of vitamin, on some type of good diet, and that includes feral cats that you don't own but walk through the yard, your cats that are on little friskies and that you ignore and don't give them vitamins. (laughs) No offense, but this is what I see all the time. and um, also, if you're feeding the birds, at least in the state of Washington, you're feeding the rats. And rats are a great source for fleas. Nobody's giving them vitamins. If you have rats, I'll, you at least need to give them vitamins. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Um, but yeah, rats can be a, a, a source. Um, you could have any wild animal be a source for fleas. It's just that. Most of our fleas come from cats, rats, or dogs. Um, And most of the fleas are really coming from cats. Even dog fleas now mostly are cat fleas. But there's some species um, uh, specificity there. But um, I don't think much. So I hope this helps you guys understand. I'm going to do a little wrap-up here at the end. But basically, fleas love... Um, pets without without a vital force very Sick pets ones that have you know, you can always tell which one's sick Which is the one that gets the fleas? That's the one with the kidney failure. That's the one with the di- dehydration or the diabetes or um, So that's something to realize too is just pay attention to what the fleas are telling you um, Because like I say, they're they're pretty smart little devils um, and yeah, I don't know, I try to teach, I try to learn from them, I, you know, fleas are my teacher. Fleas are my teachers, so I think um, they've, they've definitely humbled me in the past, so um, hopefully, hopefully you can learn from my mistakes and, um, and be a better flea preventer. But um, you mainly want to work with the vital force, adding the vitamin, mineral, trace mineral, vitamin, mineral. The one, ours is great because it's strong in the way of gallic acid and other acids that the fleas don't like Um, and a raw diet um, if you can do even a partial raw diet even like four tablespoons of a raw diet on top of a kibble with your vegetable mixture and your vitamin greens now you're talking and then you know just watching where you're going honestly I fleek home my neighbors cats I know it's not nice but I want to see who is harboring the largest amount of fleas in our neighborhood and you know then I might talk to my neighbors and go hey here's some free vitamins that I made you might want to just put a pinch or two on your pets food you know cats food a couple times a day they sure don't mind it so anyway I hope this helps you guys and uh, please comment and share and subscribe to my YouTube channel I'm also on Instagram I'm experimenting with TikTok. I don't know exactly how to do that. If you guys do, maybe you can fill me in and, um, thanks so much.